Good morning. I'm so glad you're here on Memorial Day Sunday. And uh, I just want, I want again to be able to recognize those that have given their lives the ultimate sacrifice for the freedoms which we enjoy today. Memorial Day, Monday, tomorrow. Please remember, and those of you with young children, please remind them, don't let... Don't let our past, don't let our past be forgotten by the youngest of generations. Never forget the past. Don't forget the now. We have to live in the now, but it's the future that helps us to live in the now as well. As long as there are evil men, there will always be wars and good men to fight them. As long as we have wars, there will always be evil men. Wars give evil men excuses to do evil. Memorial Day. Lest we forget. Never forget the past or you are destined to repeat it. So often the generation after wars, they just did, they did not experience the fear, they didn't experience the loss of lives and they tend to forget, don't forget the past. We are destined to repeat it. Revolutionary war, war with England to obtain our freedoms. Civil war, a war with ourselves, the North against the South to obtain freedom from slavery and to keep us one nation, not two distinct nations. World War I, to keep us from Germany, 15 million deaths worldwide. World War II, to keep us free from Germany again and Japan, seeking world domination, 40 million deaths worldwide. We have, in recent years, 70-some years ago, we had the Korean War, and it was to help Korea be free from communism. Two and a half million dead. Vietnam War, to help South Vietnam to stay free from communism. 58,000 died. We have the wars in the Middle East, Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Wars to keep us safe from those who would kill us and kill ours, kill ours and our families and our nation. Gulf War, 8,300 died. Iraq War, 4,260 died. Never forget the past. Never forget the past. Remember, there are those who have sacrificed all to give us what we have now. But while we're re remembering the past, we have to live in the now, in the present. Never forget the battles we have now. And oh, they are many. They are many. Of course, the coronavirus is one. There's so many other things to do. There's, there is a moral, a morality war about what's right and what's wrong. And Christians 
are losing that battle. Christians are raising their children up to love the Lord, to love the Word, only to too many times lose their sweet Christian kids to a immoral society. The call was so hard on them and it is so difficult to raise them and we need to be preparing our children now to be able to practice the presence of Jesus Christ, to be able to protect their eyes from what they see, to be able to keep self-control over their bodies. So never forget the battles we have now. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 and 5, I'd like to read to you. 10, 3 and 5. For though we walk in the flesh... We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5, casting down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Everything that says they know better than God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is our war and our battle now. There is so much out there. So hard for us not to join in with it. We need to remember there is a battle for the mind. In that verse, in verse 5. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Please be careful and practice self-control when it comes to the sinful temptations of this, of this world. They are so hard. They're so mighty. So strong. Satan has ceased showing himself outright as Satan, but instead he has gone after us with a moral battle, the moral battles of society. Please be careful. Marriages, the raising of children, how to do it, the importance of church. Never forget that we have battles now, and the best way to equip ourselves for those battles is to be in the Word of God, to be in the prayers of God, and to practice what we are learning from that. Please don't forget daily going to the Word of God. My message is never forget the past. That there are evil men out there now. Jesus says there will be wars and rumors of wars everywhere, but it's just the beginning. There's always going to be wars. Wars of the future, battles for the future. Never forget the future. As I understand the, the books of the Bible, as I understand Daniel, as I, under, as I understand the book of Revelation, there are battles coming in which a fourth of the world are going to die. Soon after that, those that are left, a third of the world are going to die. Those come from Revelation chapter 6, please be careful, be on guard, prepare yourselves for what's coming. I would like to read to you 
a rather long passage of Scripture, and I ask that you join me in 1 Thessalonians 4.13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which have died, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now by now, those of you that have lost loved ones, by now, I just, I just piqued your curiosity. Your head just came up. You've lost loved ones. What did it say? I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep or those that have died, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. If your loved one died in the Lord, if he was a born-again believer, there is for certainty you will see him again, them again. And to remember that helps you get through your grief. I go on with with 1 Thessalonians 4.14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even to them also which sleep or who are dead in Jesus, will God bring with him at the rapture. What a glorious time that will be. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, those that are dead. For the Lord himself shall descend. Don't forget this. This this could happen at any moment in our lives now. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Their bodies will come out out of the graves to rejoin their souls. Their dead in Christ shall rise first. And I have verse 17 on, the, on your board there. Then we which are alive and remain, we're here, alive and remain, we'll, we will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. It is a great comfort to think about this. Whatever bad things are happening in your life, whatever bad, hard, terrible things are happening in our nation, in our world, comfort one another with the idea that we may not even be here tomorrow. More on that in a minute. Never Forget the future. It is a comfort to us when we think about the future. Don't don't get scared. Don't give up hope. The future is what we want to happen. And there will be wars and rumors of wars and pestilences and terrible things. But these are just the beginning of the sorrows that lie ahead. And as As the future rolls on, at any moment, we may not be here the next moment. Comfort one another with these words. In Revelation 6, 7, 
And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth, the fourth beast say, Come and see, verse 8. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death and hell. Death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over one-fourth part of the earth to kill with a sword, with hunger, with death, and with the beast of the earth. Don't forget the future. Beast of the earth. Revelation 6, 9 and 11. And when? And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them which were slain for the word of God and for the testimony that they held. They were slain because they were Christian. They were slain because they wouldn't take the mark of the beast. And they cried with a loud voice. They cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, do you not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Verse 11, And white robes were given unto them. And it was said unto them that they should rest for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren, that they should be killed as they were, that it should be fulfilled. White robes given to the martyrs. Given to the martyrs. And yet, that tells me that we, when we go to heaven, we have a physical body to put a white robe on. Very exciting to me. Very exciting to know what lies ahead for our future. Never forget the past. Never forget the now. And never forget the future. In Revelation 13, 6, he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. In verse 7 there, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints. The saints are the born-again believers. To make war with the saints and to be overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds tongues and nations never forget the past the battles never forget the now and never forget the future i'm now in revelation 19:11 if you would join me and i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And then verse 14 on your screen there. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon a white horse. Followed him on white horses. That could be us on white horses. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white 
horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of God. Our future is going, the, the, the future of earth, whether we'll be here at that time or not, will be in heaven. But the battle of Armageddon, we might be right there with him, the sky filled with the saints, the born again believers, riding horses. It's written down. I believe it. I believe that that will happen in our future. We spend a lot of energy today and tomorrow remembering our past, our past wars. I have biblical knowledge that the wars of the future will be much, much, much more bloodier and more costly to the non-believer. But it's not all bad. The future, if we can hang in there and get through this, our distant future, watch this, Revelation 21, verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. That's Jesus. Jesus with us. And he will dwell with them. Among us, he'll be right there with us. And they shall be his people. That's us. Last week I spoke about sheep. He'll be the shepherd amongst all the sheep. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. I think of this all the time as most of you know, one of my ruling principles in my life is to Practice the presence of Jesus Christ. We won't have to practice it. It's going to be there then. Now, so why not start now? Start living our life as, G as if Jesus were at your side at all times. We go on with that scripture, Revelation 21, verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, no, no more dying at all, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. To go to a world where there is absolutely no pain, no sorrow. Many of you, many of you spend a lot of your time in grief and in sorrow because of loss, because of pain. There won't be any in heaven. For the former things are passed away. And then verse 5, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Listen, Jesus can make you new. Jesus can make you new. He doesn't care about our past. It can be wiped out with forgiveness and repentance. He doesn't care about our, our past. He cares about our future and our usefulness. 
our usefulness to Him as the future and time wind down. So we must remember there are wars to mourn and grief and to warn us from our past. There is a war right now for marriages. You don't have to get married. You can just live together. It's all right. Everybody else is doing it. That's not what God's Word says. God says one thing. We think, well, this is what I think. Please. There is a war for marriage, a war upon how to raise good, godly children. There's a battle for our souls. I believe collectively in our nation, we're losing the battle. The world and the pleasures of the world are winning the battle and pulling us apart. Battles for the souls right now. Winners in that battle receive freedom from serving sin. We can say no to temptation. Freedom from the penalty of sin. Penalty of sin is to go to hell. And not only that, but even now the penalty of sin, we reap what we sow in our lives. We tend to look past that. But winners receive freedom from serving sin, freedom from the penalty of sin, and freedom from the consequences of sin. Broken homes, broken children, a broken nation. Wow. All these benefits come to us because of the sacrifice of Christ. On the cross, we can have freedoms and spiritual power in our lives to wage our battles because of Christ on the cross. I said winners receive freedoms. Losers, they lose their marriages. They lose their children to the world. Many lose their souls to hell. Revelation 21, 8, right there on your screen. But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers, idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Losers lose their marriages and children, their souls to hell. So remember, without the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, there can be no forgiveness of sins. Without the remission of sins, there can only be hell. What battles are you fighting right now? As long as there are evil men, there will always be wars and those who will sacrifice their lives for faith, family, and freedom. Please be on the right side of this. I know so many of us are patriotic. So patriotic. This, these, these days, Memorial Day, July 4th, Veterans Day, they mean so much more to some of us than others. But understand, 
Please understand, you can be very patriotic and still go to hell. Don't go to hell. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Be part of that army that comes down out of the sky. Be part of that, those people that are raptured up in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Be part of that. Be part of those that have their sin debt paid for by Jesus on the cross. Be part of those who give their life over to Jesus to be useful here in their last days. It is our last days. It might be last days of Christianity as well. Please, please remember the past, yes. Put your flags out, have your, have your cookouts and remind the children of the battles of the past that they won't forget them. Do those things. But the most important thing you can do this very moment in this time, in this time of your life, is to give your life to Jesus Christ. Give your life over to Him. Oh, I hope you will. I hope you will. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus Christ, there are those now, I hope, on the edge of their seat. Lord, there are those that need you as Lord and Savior even now. There are those who might even think they are, but down deep in their heart, they're only hoping. They've had no true repentance in their life. They are destined if they don't make changes destined for hell and not only that Lord they are destined to be bad examples to family to friends oh God hear the secret prayers of their heart that they are now ready right now this moment to accept you into their heart to be their God their Lord their ruler they are destined, Lord. They want to be destined, Lord, for heaven. Let today be that day that they ask you into their heart, doing it right now in the quietness of their, their home, their kitchen, their living room. As they are praying with me, they might say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I know the penalty for being a sinner is that I have to go to hell. I have to pay my own penalty. But on the cross, you died and paid my penalty. Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me. Wash my heart out white as snow forgiving my past come into my heart Lord Jesus be my Savior and be my Lord for others Lord who their names are already in the book of life let this be a wake up call message that we are now in the battle for our lives battle for Christian marriage, Christian kids, 
churches, Christian churches. Help us, dear Lord, to dedicate ourselves to you. Lord, if anybody made any decisions, let them show it by their, by marking the square there, giving their life to you. And Lord, I just pray, we pray as one body of believers, we pray, Lord, for wisdom as we consider reopening the church, as we consider the changes, Lord, we have to make to be able to do so, to make it safe. But, oh, Lord, I pray for your hand to be upon these people who are listening to me, watching me right now. I pray for your blessing, your hand be upon them to protect them from both harm and evil. And Lord, again, we pray for wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen.